0: and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop, May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org/slash thrive.
1: Why is shame such a powerful emotion? How does it affect us mentally, physically, emotionally? I'm Nadia Davis. I'm a mom, author, attorney, and kundalini yoga teacher who has experienced public shaming that brought me to my knees. On this podcast, I'm going to tell you how I'm living the work taking shame out of the shadows. I'll give you real life advice and skills to take away with you throughout your day. You'll hear from powerful guests who have overcome trauma and emerged stronger than ever. You, too, can ban the shame within and around you. Join me. You are not alone. Hello, guys. How are you? I hope it's okay. I call you homies. Welcome to Home is Within You where we drag shame out of the shadows and transform it into power. Today, you're going to get an overview of different tips to help you choose love over fear and judgment this holiday season and in life in general. You'll get an overview of interviews with three different people, as well as leave with a mantra, a set of mantras that you can take with you during the holiday season if things get contentious, stressful, off balance, whatever it might be. You can use this holiday season to practice creating a home within you in any given moment and one within you that is sustained over a long time. When we learn to choose love and ban fear and judgment, Shame has no chance. And so, what I wish I had known when I was younger was to create a sense of a home within me. We all deserve a safe place to share, cry, and be vulnerable. And sometimes it seems hard. Sometimes our mind tries to convince us that we don't have that outside us, or we literally don't. And so, I'm here to say that if you can't find that outside you, you can create a space within you. I call it home. You can name it home. You can name it something else. But that word, that word home evokes so many different things. And so as a starting point, consider what a home should feel like. And write those things down because we're going to create it together. A home for me feels like a space where I am free of what I call attack thoughts inspired by A Course in Miracles. I am free of what mainly are in me and all of us fear and judgment-based thoughts that start the moment I wake up, the moment we wake up. Because our mind is survivalist in nature, it got us this far. There's no bashing it. We can't turn it off completely. We can aim for that. But when we accept that we are in a body with a mind that operates in that way, we don't have to reach extremes of total mindfulness, total shutting off of the thoughts, or total spiritual connection. Living separated from people. No, there is a space right in the middle where we are safe and calm in our body with our mind, and we become aware. With self awareness comes the ability to transform. In a recent interview with Priya, she helped us understand the difference between self absorption, self centeredness, And self awareness. I encourage you to really check that out, as well as check out the first two episodes where I outline the core beliefs and core wounds from my childhood that anyone can relate to. The process is relatable, first and foremost. When we can identify core beliefs, core wounds, then we can recognize where our mind is creating thoughts from that are fear and judgment-based. I give an example of fear of abandonment. We might think that we don't have that, but most often our fears of judgments and, and shaming hurts and that fear is driven by what ultimately is our fear of rejection, our fear of losing love, acceptance in this world, in this life with the loved ones. And that is what prevents us from being openly vulnerable with each other. But we have to be vulnerable to create human connection. And if what we feel vulnerable about is what we have learned to feel shame about or in ourselves, like Dr. Marissa Franco talks about, we got to ban that shame. When we are young, we, when we're born, we don't think there's anything wrong with us. The baby is the baby and it goes about and gets fed and walks about and there's no inkling of, of having anything wrong with it, quote unquote. And as the ego and the mind develop, Priya explained how there's this comparison. There's this identity that starts being created and it's based on lack. And she gave this awesome tip that we can do with our kids as well as ourselves. We can create a sense of an identity that's healthy, self-awareness, by asking ourselves, what are some innate, inborn qualities that aren't dependent on anything outside us. Nothing our parents may have said, nothing our partner may be saying now, no title, no no role. But when I think of my kids and asking this, you know, I, I had a conversation with one of my little ones, and it was, you're so smart, you're so strong, you're so caring, you're so creative. And I, I brought up suggestions, and then he came up with, I play basketball well. And it kind of ends up evolving into this sense of an identity that is untouchable from everything on the outside. I know that my old habits and patterns were based on everything outside me, my sense of worth, my sense of purpose, my lovability. It was based on everything outside. And as we grow up the normal kind of grin and bear it mode that we take that where this identity just gets solidified, we we go about life and wake up and start another day. I call it grin and bear it because I believe that's what kind of my dad did. But it's grinning and bearing this sense of loneliness and separation in us, is what I mean. And there's always the soul calling, but then this outside identity has us get up and prove our worth, prove we are lovable. And as we grow older and lose that connection to our soul, more and more, our mind will latch on to these core beliefs, these core wounds every year. And these thoughts arrive. And if you look closely, you'll see different patterns. And often, they are based on this fear of rejection, this fear of abandonment. Now, we all long for unconditional love and acceptance to be fully known by another human being. And that is ultimately the goal of true love. And so that's why as parents we we say we can unconditionally love our children because no matter what, we love our children. Having that with a peer or a spouse is very very difficult because, our ego mind gets involved and we will project our own fears. We will project our own lacking traits and it gets a lot hairier. But if you truly look at where are examples of unconditional love, you will see that there is, there's no like thoughts of separation of My child, you know, um, said a bad word, so he's less lovable. Um, Somebody made a mistake and it changes their worth. No, that tapping into that kind of love can help you tap into love for yourself. And so what I learned in this conversation with Priya is that Fueling and growing a sense of our own identity gets us out of a self-centeredness and self-absorption. Self-absorption is literally when fears and judgments are running the show, when our mind is running the show. But when we create the separate identity, when we, con- we can connect to something that has never changed in us, that core innocence, that infinite true self that is whole, divine, and complete, our Satnam. When we connect to our Satnam, our true self, whatever we do in it, whatever we do in it, there is no shame attached whatsoever. And I shared in the last solo podcast how I was healing over the last year from a heartbreak. And I had a lot of shame having had built a home within me that holds my truth. Over time, I was able to connect more and more to that truth by breathing and grounding in that home. And my way of sharing how centered in a home can ban shame is this. When I sit down and when I see thoughts that enter that are based on fears and hurt and pain by this person's false interpretation of my life, I can put it in its place and sit in wholeness knowing I offered true, unconditional love to another human being. I stand in that truth. And that is a beautiful feeling. You see how then there's no fear and judgment about acts leading up to when a relationship was established. In relationship, I gave faithful, unconditional love. And it was really probably for one of the first times in my life other than for my children. And so I can reflect back, put fear and judgment and thus shame and the others shaming in their place, stand solid and grounded in the truth of what I offered, unconditional love and truth, and move on. That is summarizing a year and a half of healing, literally, in a few sentences. But once we have this process in place, you can do it with any thought. So connecting to A sense of your identity by listing your innate qualities, those that you're born with, those that others might notice in you, Priya said. That'll give you your own sense of your true self identity that is separate and untouchable from the outside world.
0: Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. In a recovery
1: meeting recently, someone asked, like, does the madness thinking ever stop? And some heads shook, like, no, it doesn't stop. And I believe that it's really dependent on the spiritual journey, that that spiritual journey, and it's not dependent on age, um, to self-awareness can manifest in, in a quieter mind. That the more self-aware we are, the less self-absorbed and madness there is. Priya explained that our soul has a blueprint, a set of experiences it is meant to have and master. So if I say, for example, I got lost in a drug, I got lost in trauma relapses, in triggers, That is my story. I got lost in trauma triggers and I got lost in a drug and in alcohol. Or a relationship. Those are the patterns. So it's okay. As long as we don't get locked in it, she explained. As long as we don't attach our true identity to it. We are not the addict label. We are not the alcoholic label. We are not any label that anybody places on us because that is a label that they created based on their own fear and judgment, and it has nothing to do with the truth. When we know our truth inside, that is all that matters. We connect to it in the home within, The more and more that we can do this, self absorption and the crazy thinking does reduce, or it becomes less painful, less frequent. So, shame is the mind's, in my opinion, strongest weapon. It says, I am defective versus I did something that wasn't a healthy choice. Saying that I am unlovable or defective or I am wrong by in a trauma response reaching out to an ex after abandoned is just simply not true. When we view our acts, when we view those things that we get lost in, with a lens of love, we can see that we were doing the best that we could. We can see that anything anybody does is either a cry for love or an act of it. Viewing our actions and the actions of others from that place of love versus fear and judgment separation results in truly being able to give unconditional love to others. Some people, I mean, it's a far-fetched goal, right? But you literally, if I'm able to, if I was able to, you literally can get to a point of being able to offer it more and more. I just gave an example of how I returned to a place of safety and calm through choosing love, through self-compassion. And then, like, wow, like, not pride, but not false pride, but like a gratitude. Gratitude for what the experience taught me. I am truly able to offer unconditional love to a partner as best I can. When do we ever aim for that, you know? And so I'm asking, identify the core wounds and core beliefs from childhood. Listening to, to episodes one and two to get an example Then, step two, list some innate and inborn qualities about you. With those two pieces of information, you will know a roadmap to your true self through these innate qualities. And then how your mind creates fears and judgments based on these core wounds and separates you from that true self. More and more you will begin to feel a home within you that you can run to more and more. And also, this holiday season, think about what relationships present and past come up in your head the interactions, um, you know with which maybe bringing worries. Which ones trigger you the most? Which ones bring up some of those core wounds? Like, allow a space to sit in some of the anxiety in your own safe place and just list a couple of your worries. What I learned the hard way is that relationships are opportunities to heal more of those core wounds. So by identifying the relationships and then the triggers that they bring up, you can learn, and you can, I promise you, to choose love for self, for others, over this holiday season. How? By being more aware Of how your mind is creating fears and judgments based on those core wounds. Soul is truth. It's love. Our mind makes up a gazillion illusions. My mind makes up a gazillion illusions. A minute based on fear and judgment. Yet we can choose love. Breathing deeply, just begin with five minutes, put the timer on your phone, and every morning and every evening, as best you can, sit on the floor, do it in your car, do it while driving, breathe deeply, and begin the baby step of creating safety and calm within your own body and mind. These themes will come up of, oh, these thoughts are entering my mind. Ask, which is fear and judgment-based? Thoughts will come up, okay, these fear and judgment-based thoughts are coming. Remind yourself, it is separating me from love and true self. Building that self awareness, more and more and more, you will start to feel less shame. Remember, there is no shame when we do anything in our Satnam, anything in our true self. Give yourself, let's give ourselves some credit for being authentic for for offering true love for offering unconditional love and then no i mean this may be my ego speaking but i find comfort i find comfort from my ego in patience with karma Karma exists in anything that we do with our ego mind that is based in fear and judgment. When we are not operating in that realm, there's no worry of karma. In fact, today, this past week, I've had so many amazing developments because I've been choosing more and more love and truth over the last decade of my life. Yes, I've screwed up. Yes, I've been in trauma triggers and I haven't done things perfectly, but always returning to this place called a home within and getting to love, getting to that true self, always being committed to that, which you can too, has resulted in attracting some of the most beautiful things into my life. Fear and judgment and that crazy mind can't do that, but let's not have shame about it. Let's look at those thoughts with compassion, having a deeper understanding and self-awareness of what core wounds are coming up. I'm really hoping that this gave a good overview that you can use this holiday season Definitely go on my my Instagram because there is a free band shame tip sheet as well as posts that include different mantras that you can take with you over this holiday season. And you can get the free band shame tip sheet through my website, www.nadia-davis.com. And also, I'm encouraging everyone to donate to the Prisoner's Book Project this holiday season. When I spent a few days in jail, it was a total of 10, I was devastated. And this part of the book is really the turning point where I found out that none of the labels, none of... uh, Being in an orange suit, none of that defined my true self. None of it did. And my father spirit came to me and it was, this is not who you are. You know who you are. And in that agony, my cellmate gave me a a book, the cover of which had been ripped off and it wasn't in good shape. But I held on to that thing for life. I held on to other words than the words in my head to distract me. And I was so thankful to have this one little thing and with about an inch long pencil, it was like, it was like, you know, getting a roast beef sandwich in jail or more. And after I heard that Several prison facility libraries had ordered Home is Within You, my memoir of recovery and redemption. I wanted to get it out there into more hands, especially of parents behind bars that are dealing with that struggling heartache of separation from their kids and don't have the blessings I had in trauma and addiction recovery. And I found this program, the Books to Prisoners program, that has wish lists. On partnering local bookstores' websites, where anyone can order a copy of Home is Within You and it goes to their offices throughout the nation and they disperse copies of the book to the incarcerated behind bars. So I'm asking you to please donate a copy as well as check out the audiobook personally narrated by me that was released in September that is getting rave reviews and where I truly, truly tell the whole story from my heart. One of the most difficult things, um, yet most healing, empowering things I ever did. This is all to help you if you are struggling in trauma and addiction recovery or simply in an unchecked mind. Living in an unchecked mind is hell, and there is a way to freedom and creating a home within you. I promise, okay? Please also leave feedback. Let me know what you want more of, and if you're interested in being interviewed through the mindbodyspirit.com app, and you can press open mic and leave me voice messages, Okay? Sending a load of warm hugs and hugs. Bye. Have a great day. And thank you for listening. You are not alone. If you are dealing with shame and trauma, please reach out to me through my website, Nadia-Davis.com. You can get a free band shame tip sheet and find out about upcoming events. I'd love it if you picked up my book, Home is Within You, wherever books are sold. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, leave a review, and make sure to follow me on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sending warm hugs.